Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. 
Joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our always perky co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Gary. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. You've got a little crackling in the sound of your voice, but uh, let's yeah, see how it goes. I don't, I'm, maybe, I, maybe I should call you back on my phone. I'm... Um... I don't think I have a great connection this morning. Shall I call you back on my phone? Well, why don't you do that? And uh, I'll okay. go ahead and tell folks who our first guest is today. There you go. So, okay. So we're going to be joined today from Canada, a first-time guest, Mr. Bernadette, Miss Bernadette Ducharme. And we're looking forward to talking with her on the Campfire Cafe and then in the second hour of the show, we're going to be talking with Joanne Becker, who is the owner of Brushy Creek Lodge and Resort in Missouri. So we've got a lot of fun set up for today on the Campfire Cafe and on Saddle Up America. But first, let's take a listen to one of Bernadette's great songs. It's called I Have Seen the Wind. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Bernadette Ducharme on the Campfire Cafe. I have seen the wind tossing wild stallions mane, waving grasses on the plain, wiping tracks out of the dust. I have seen the wind shaking aspens in the fall, spinning windmills in a squall, rattling fences full of rust. I have seen the wind. I have seen. Find in many ways on stormy nights and sunny days Like foggy memories of a dream Things aren't always what they seem In the wind, in the wind I have seen the wind Tumble wings along the ground Lifting wings without a sound Building drifts of falling snow I have seen Spooking horses into flight, fanning campfires in the night, leaving shivers where it goes. I've seen the wind. I've seen the wind, so undefined in many ways, on stormy nights and sunny days, like foggy memories of a dream. Things aren't always what they seem in the wind. I have seen the wind bending boughs to rock a racing clouds across the sky, twirling leaves so light and free. I have seen the wind whirling dust devils from the sand, spreading seeds of life throughout the land, blending nature in harmony. I have seen the wind. I have seen the Stormy nights and sunny days Like foggy memories of a dream Things aren't always what they seem In the wind In the wind Welcome back to the award-winning Campfire Cafe 
day on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard the title track from today's guest, Bernadette Ducharme, latest release of Melancholy Trail. From Canada comes Balladeer songwriter Bernadette Ducharme, known as the 2019's recipient of the Keeper of the West Award from the Kamloops Cowboy Festival. A guitar-playing singer-songwriter who loves a great audience, she began creating songs as a very small child before she could even write them down. Inspired by the likes of Marty Robbins, Johnny Cash, and Hank Williams, Bernadette loves to sing ballads of real live cowboys still living the Western lifestyle in this modern time. She not only writes her own lyrics to music, but she has made a name for herself, collaborating with some of the biggest names in cowboy poetry. Setting their words to music is a passion. It's her way of honoring Western lifestyle, as she puts it, where we come from, who we are, and I find beauty that is rare, and I just don't want to see it pass. It warms my soul truly, so I want to keep it alive. Making music and hearing it played on the radio is a dream come true for her. Today we are featuring music from her most recently critically acclaimed CD that is getting a lot of Western music radio airplay, Melancholy Trail. Music reviewer Rick Huff has this to say about this collection. It is as warm and Western as a fleece-lined denim jacket. Please welcome the Campfire Cafe, an award-winning singer-songwriter who loves life in her pretty little country town, making and recording music and performing for audiences large and small, Bernadette Ducharme. Welcome, Bernadette. Are you on? I am. It's pretty fuzzy. I can't hear you very well. Uh, I know. You and I seem to have a little broken... We're a little bit broken up, Gary. <laughs> well, that's quite all right. I just thought maybe you'd been uh, into something this morning and you just couldn't talk very well. So, <laughs> anyway, we can hear we can hear Bernadette very well, and uh, and I expect they can me as well. So we'll just struggle on with you. Yeah, yeah. So Bernadette, good to have you with us. Good to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Gary. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's your first time, and we always put our guest through this exercise the first time they're on the show. So tell us a little bit about where you're from and how you got started with your music. Well, I'm from a tiny little town in central B.C. called Horsefly, and um, apparently I've been singing since before I would talk. Um, I sang with my mom from my very earliest recollections. Um, A lot of Marty Robbins and Hank Williams and Hank Snow was one of her favorites as well. Anyway, I've been singing forever. Um, Yeah. So you could could sing before you could talk, and and I mentioned to you earlier before the show started, that it would be great if there were a whole lot of people that would sing and just not talk as much. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So when when did you first start performing? Um, um, well, I guess as soon as I started school, because I uh, wanted, I joined all the choirs and and any kind of performance that was going to happen, I signed up immediately and um but as far as 
on stage as an adult really about five years ago. Wow. Wow. So do you remember your first paying gig? Uh, yeah, I think it was in 100 Mile. Uh, that was, I mean, I did do a few here and there before five years ago, but I, about one a year sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So when my boys were about three or four, they're 20 now, I had a gig in 100 Mile. And uh, I think it was $150 to sing for an hour. Oh, wow. Wow. Not too bad. Not too yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a little more now, which is nice, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you have absolutely a great voice, and uh, and you've got a great album that we're playing from today called Melancholy Trail. And right now, I want to go ahead and play the title cut from that. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Bernadette Ducharme on the Campfire Cafe. Bye. 
it's uh, yes. Um, she's 79 today. Hope she doesn't mind me telling them, telling you all that. But uh, she is, she is such a wonderful lady. Become a very, very dear friend. So it's fun to collaborate with her. We get on the phone and we have long conversations about let's change this line to that and do this with that and oh, it's it's just lots of fun. How cool! How cool! Well, happy birthday again. Uh, hey, I've got. I've, I've got I've got a fellow that has called in and uh he is a a longtime listener to the radio program but he's apparently a huge fan of yours and I'm going to let him introduce himself <clears throat> and tell us where he's from and uh, he had a question for you Bernadette Okay Hi Bernadette it's Terry in Oregon Well hello Terry I wanted to Maybe you. Hi, Bernadette. That's so good. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Terry. Welcome. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> you know, Bobby, you said it best. I, I, um, I totally agree. I've worked through Bernadette's entire catalog, and I can honestly say, because I'm such a music nut, that she has one of those unique qualities of adapting her voice to any mood of the song. I mean, she just has this way of uh, putting out her vocal range to just fit the mood so perfectly, and that's what I, I find so unique about her. So, Bernadette, I'm glad Gary chose the I Have Seen the Wind uh, to open the show with, and I wonder if you would just unpack that song a little bit, because it is one of my favorites. And uh, talk a little bit about uh, maybe the background of it and um, how it came to be. I would love to know a little more about it. Terry, thanks for calling in today. We'll just okay. let you You're listen. Welcome. All right. Okay. Well, Terry, um, Meg, of course, wrote most of that, or just just over half of it, anyway. Um, she sent me the lyrics and, and said, well, it, it could use some, some more. And, you know, this collaborating thing is, is, is a good thing. So if, if you want to add some lyrics to it, so I did. Um, I added the last two verses. And um, it's the, the flute on it is Ed Peakycoot. And most, most of y'all in the Western genre know who he is. He's an amazing uh, Native American performer that can play most anything extraordinarily well and he's he's playing the flute on there um it, it's an exquisite song and i'm i'm so pleased that meg gave it to me and uh it's one of my favorites on the album for sure well it's one of my favorites as well and uh, uh obviously it's one of terry's favorites and thank terry for calling in you know yes. Bernadette, we have listeners all across the United States and Canada and around the world, and uh, and I'm sure they're certainly enjoying listening to our visit with you today and your great music. And uh, right now, I want to get to another song from the album. This is called Katie. We'll be back in just a moment and talk with Bernadette Ducharme on the Campfire Cafe. Rockwell was your name, but her friends would call her Kate when she 
with an entertaining flair. She went to Dawson City to play a dance hall there. Radio City was new for life. the Bella Dawson in those minor eyes. Radio City, do you really know what happened to you there? Empty promises right from the very start Then gave his love to someone else And broke her baby's heart So favored by the miners Who looked on her with awe She was a shady lady On the wrong side of the law She earned a reputation Which wasn't really white When she became a robber And a lady of the night Bella Dawson in those minor's eyes Baby, oh baby, do we really know What happened to you there so very long ago? After serving time in prison, she stole another's name And the real Klondike Kitty was caught up in shame Both ladies left the Northland, one died still in her prime the other chose to sell her soul as a legend in her time. K.D.O.P.D. was true for lies. Read the bell of Dawson in those miners' eyes. K.D.O.P.D. Melancholy Trail. Um, that's a fun one. Now, um, we're talking about collaborations, and Gary has um, on the set list the next one, I believe, is going to be Burning Daylight. And I know, Bernadette, you collaborated on this with a different poet. Tell us a little bit about Burning Daylight. All right. Well, um, I met Jay Snyder in, I think, 2016. Yes when he came to the Kamloops Cowboy Festival there. Wow, what a guy. Oh, my goodness. He is an incredible writer. And his delivery, oh, wow, phenomenal. He just thoroughly floored me. I I went to meet him, and I asked him if, if he would consider collaborating with me. And he gave me his CDs and said, absolutely. So, uh, yes, it's a pleasure to work with Jay as well. He is so good, and um, he's fun and funny and extraordinarily well-written. Um, it, it's just very, very cool to have any any work with him. Absolutely. I, I hope to do more. Well, he's a pretty cool guy. We've had Jay on the show a couple of times, and it's always a pleasure to have him on and, and share his poetry. Uh, but it's great that you did this particular one and put it to music. So let's go ahead and take a listen to this one right now. It's called Burning Daylight, Bernadette Ducharme, 
and we are on the Campfire Cafe. Mostly Meg, 
um, collaborating with her. It is so fun to collaborate with her, and, and we become such great friends, and we have long conversations on the phone. And, uh, yeah, it's it's lovely working with her and, and working with all the poets I've I've had the pleasure of working with. Oh, that's great. That is great. Well, this next song that I want to get to, when I listened to it, I had to listen closely, and then I just cracked up. <laughs> and uh, and I think our audience is going to enjoy this as well. But uh, how did this come about, the brand inspector? Oh, well, my guy and I went out to visit uh, Frank and Betty one day, and we rode out there on our motorcycles, and and Frank gave me a whole bunch of his, his work to look at, and that was a few years ago. And uh, I just thought that one was, I actually, um, I, I changed the title to that. At the moment, for some reason, I can't recall what it was called, but uh, but it just gave it away. So I thought I'd, I'd change the title, and he was good with that. So um, I, I just thought it was funny, and I didn't even know that he had done the, the uh, the line in there that he did. That was a nice little cameo performance. <laughs> My studio guy, who knows him well and has recorded him in his studio, Nija, and Frank went in and, and recorded that line. I had asked Randy to do it, and he's like, no, I'm not doing it. But, <laughs> but uh, he got Frank, too, and it's just wonderful. I mean, it was such a sweet surprise. Well, it is a fun, fun, fun song, and... Uh, for our audience out there, listen closely. This is called The Brand Inspector. I'll tell you this here story as it was told to me About the job that Fred did It goes like this he was always brand inspecting those horses, cows, and sheep. He did them in the daytime and even in his sleep. Now, Freddie and his better half, they settled in their bed. She thought he'd go right to sleep and rest his weary head. Sometimes you have to run your hand along the critter's hide To feel if it has a brand that's planted on its side He was always brand inspecting those horses, cows, and sheep He did them in the daytime and even in his sleep But now he starts a-dreaming, his wife lets out yell he thinks he's still checking cows down by the old corral. She said, would you kindly wake up and watch where you put your hand? He said, I wasn't trying to get fresh, my dear. I was just trying to check your brand. He was always brand inspecting those horses, cows, and sheep. He did them in the daytime. Thank <laughs> you. 
Bobby, I think I'm going to try to use that line. I wasn't trying to get fresh. I was just checking your brand. I don't know if I can get away with that or not. <laughs> I think this is going to be included in my um, playlist for this Saturday's Out West Hour, which is going to be all, it's called um, Humor is the Best Medicine. And I'm so glad that we played this song, Gary, because I kind of hadn't <laughs> thought of this, and it has, it has moved into the playlist for Saturday. <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, it's great. It is great. This is pretty funny too. If you if you listen to it, it's it's kind of funny. It yeah. is. It is. I love that. <laughs> so I've got to ask you: You live in Horsefly. I do. Do you know how Horsefly got its name? Got to be a story. Um. Well, it used to be called Harper's Camp, and I've heard this story that. Um, I think it was the postmistress that at the time uh, they couldn't come to an agreement on on what to call the town. And I guess she received the thing, whatever it was, that that had to be filled out and sent back, and she chose Horsefly. So <laughs> I'm good with it. I kind of like it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I've never had anybody come from any place that was even close to Horsefly. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, how how appropriate on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network for a guest to come from Horsefly. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well, Western Spirit is the next song we're going to do. Is there a story about this song that you can tell us? Um. Well, um, I'm actually not the first one to to put music to it, but. You know, it's interesting. Meg's Meg's work just lifts balls out to me, and and I had her book sitting on the table one day, and it was open to Western Spirit, and I have resisted for years putting music to that song, but it was just I couldn't. One day, and I walked across the room and picked up my guitar, came back, pushed record on my on my digital recorder. And about ten minutes later, I phoned Meg and said, "I hope you don't mind." <laughs> and I sang it to her, and she loved it. And so I put it on this album. I just had to. I love it. Well, it is a it, it is another great song, and all of the songs that we're playing today that Bernadette has done is from the CD Melancholy Trail. So let's take a listen to Western Spirit and come back. And we'll talk more with Bernadette Ducharme on the Campfire Cafe. Western 
Today's guest, uh, Bernadette Ducharme. Um, Bernadette, you, you, I see lots of pictures of you playing guitar. Um, do you have one one guitar that is your favorite that you that you use the most often? And can you tell us a little bit about that instrument? I definitely have a favorite guitar. I have thirteen guitars, but wow. <laughs> but my favorite, I've kept every one I've ever had. That's why and. Um, uh-huh. I'm not a child, so you know I've I've collected a few over the years. The one that I play now is a P1 Takamini, a cedar top. It is the warmest, sweetest sounding thing I've ever had. The playability is fabulous. Um, it's uh, it's not a spectacular looking thing, but it's just awesome. Love it. Um, and I do take it everywhere. I I take an Ibanez with me and a Fender sometimes as well, but. But the one that I play every day is my tack. Wow. 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 Does it, does does it, it have, have a name? Does it have a name? Yeah. I was just yeah. We're, we're thinking of life, Bobby. Actually, <laughs> oddly enough, it, it doesn't. I just, um, yeah. No, I haven't named this one. Interesting, because mm-hmm. I've had names for, for numerous different guitars, but, but not this <laughs> one. And that's funny, because it is How? the best and my most favorite ever. How did you, how, how did you and the guitar meet? That's kind of an interesting story because um, there's a, a store in Williams Lake called the Guitar Cellar, and I went there. I was actually wanting to buy a P6, um, a Sunburst P6, and they didn't have any in stock. And it was a few weeks before the Kamloops Cowboy Festival, and they weren't going to be able to get it to me in time. So they said, "Well, why don't you just borrow this one?" And uh, and we'll give you the other one when it gets here, and you can bring this one back. So I said, okay. So we're down there, and my partner, Marty, packs my guitar around for me everywhere, bless his heart. And <laughs> it was sitting somewhere closed but not latched. 
and he picked it up, and it fell out of the case and got a couple of little dings in it. So it was like, uh oh. <laughs> I guess I own it now. I own it now, yeah. <laughs> but I am not sad in the least. I love it, and uh, quite honestly, I thank him for doing that because I wouldn't want to to give it back for anything. Wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, is it? Do you play any other instruments, or or is guitar is guitar your thing? Guitar is is my thing. To be honest, I'm I'm a singer. I'm I'm not an extraordinary right, guitar right. player. I I play mm-hmm. well enough to to get by and perform. When I was a child, I played an accordion, um, and um, you know recorders and th- things that most children play, but. But yeah, now pretty much guitar. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Um, Gary, are you gonna do? Um, I'm gonna Wyoming. do. I are fell in love with Wyoming. Uh, I'm gonna. I fell you in know, love with Wyoming. I think the next song, Bernadette, tell us a little bit about this one. For me, this is the song that endeared this CD to my heart initially. Now they they all are favorites, but. When I heard this song, um, along with I Have Seen the Wind, my mouth just dropped open. <laughs> nice. Well, that was really cool, actually. Meg and Vern were traveling through the States, and uh, she posted to me on Facebook, I don't remember if it was a personal message or not, that she had written a, a poem about Wyoming. And, uh, and I called her on her cell phone. And she answered, and she read me the poem, and I was like, oh, my goodness, Meg, I love it. She said, do you really? I said, oh, gosh, yeah, can you send it to me? She sent it to me. I put a tune on it and called her back and sang it to her, and she loved it, um, thankfully, because I sure love it. It's it's a special one for actually to quite a few people that I know. It's their favorite. My partner as well. He, he loves it. It's... Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty neat for her to to uh talk to me from she was in Wyoming and uh and I called her on her cell phone and and yeah. <laughs> the rest is history. It's one of my favorites. Well it's a good one. I fell in love with Wyoming. We'll be right back. Who prince disappear in a canyon? Let's grow hangs from a tree. Smoking guns to the wild bunch are the images I see. Indian paintbrush spreads like fire in the early days of September. Mustangs roam the southern slope, seems always remember.
On a honky-tonk road with no end But he's happier sitting at a campfire Singing songs with a few good friends His riches don't jingle in his pocket His money ain't a part of his goal He's got the restless heart of a cowboy Born with a dream catcher's soul All the jobs he's had for years Had him working in all kinds of weather So he'll always be drawn to an open sky Smell of horses and leather All the jobs he's had for years Had him working in all kinds of weather So he'll always be drawn to an open sky Smell of horses Well, it's time now for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with Joanne Becker from the Brushy Creek Lodge and Resort in Missouri. But right now, let's let Ghost Riders in the Sky take us back to Saddle Up America. This is done by High Country Cowboys. We'll be right back. Old cowfolk went riding out one dark and windy day Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw A-plowing through the ragged sky And up a cloudy draw Black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel A bowl of beer went through them as they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry Their eyes are blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat They're riding hard to catch that herd, but they ain't caught them yet For they gotta ride forever on that range up in the sky On horses snorting fire As they ride on hear their cry
walked on by and he heard one call his name. If you want to save your soul from ever riding on a range, then cowboy change your ways today or with us you will ride. Trying to catch the devil's hood Across these endless skies Miss Joanne Becker, owner of Brushy Creek Lodge and Resort in Missouri. Hey, Joanne. Hi, Hi Gary. How are you doing? Good, good. Good. I've got good. to ask: Are you guys yes. listening to the show? No. You mean right okay, now? We, yeah, we're getting a little feedback, so I was just wondering. No, but we have such a storm here right now. There's a lot of. Um, you know, there's just a lot of rain, and, a lot, and sometimes you'll get service, and sometimes you won't. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll just listen to myself twice. That's okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Bobby, you're back with us. We're, we're having... I'm just having all challenges this morning. Good morning, Joanne. Good, good morning, Bobby. How are you doing? Well, other than having some microphone problems, which I've not had in five years, I don't know. There's just something going around, some kind of virus thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think there is. I think there is. Uh, I know. I know what it is. It's the coronavirus, and it's attacking technology as well as people. So. Oh my gosh! Isn't that a mess? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh! How, by the way, how how is the coronavirus in Missouri? Missouri. Um, I I heard yesterday that there's a couple cases maybe in St. Louis, but you know we, we live you know we live in the country. We're not you know we are not by lots of people. So right. You know we're just out in a you know we're surrounded by the March Twain National Forest, so we don't have the groups of people like you know you would in in Kansas City, St. Louis. You know Springfield area. So yeah, yeah. I think it's well, just, you know it just made everybody a little bit nervous. You know, I think uh, yeah. I, I just think some of the media has just made everybody nervous. <laughs> well, of course it does. But in Tennessee, we've had 101 cases of uh, diagnosed. And uh, yeah, and in Nashville alone, there have been 48 cases. So. It's a it's a serious thing. I'm kind of self isolating. I think that's the term people are using. Yes. But uh, yeah, but yeah. but that's okay. Out in the country watching my horses, and uh, that's not a bad thing to do. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, guys, well, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Uh, so 
tell us a little bit about Brushy Creek Lodge and Resort. Where are you located and and what's going on out there? Okay. We uh well we're down in Black Missouri, which is about a, a hundred miles south southwest of St. Louis. Um like I said before, we're you know, surrounded by March Bay National Forest. We built this in uh, 1997, and uh, we've been growing ever since. We have about 50 campsites, water and electric campsites now. Uh, we have seven um, cabins. Some of them are just one bedrooms, and, and we have four others that are three bedrooms with two baths. And, um, and we have... And we have a lot of uh, horses that we use for rent. We have quarter horses, and we have some Missouri Fox trotters um, that we uh, let people come and, and rent. You know, and we'll do an hour ride or two hour rides or half day rides or all day rides. We, you know, we do overnight pack trips um, here also, and we have a, a really nice restaurant that's called the Trails and Restaurant that uh, we can also feed our guests. Um, and then we have special events um, going on too. We'll have a, and we're getting ready to have one in April. Um, well, we're supposed to have one in April, um, maybe like the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th. And, and uh, we get a lot of people. It's all we we and the price we include the food. Um, so and then we do have we have a poker run on Friday morning, and uh, we'll have uh, we do some cattle sorting Friday. Um, afternoon or a trail ride, whichever you prefer. And then we usually do karaoke in the evening um, on Friday after dinner. And and then a big uh, ride. It's about a five-hour five hour ride. We have lunch out on the trail. And then we um, come um, back in and we'll do cattle sorting again. And then we have a big barbecue and um, a dance. And so we have that coming up. And we have a St. Jude ride coming up um, you know, May 1st, and then we have Backcountry Horsemen coming. Um, Memorial Day is always full. But we, we do a lot of, uh, when we do events, which is right now is our, our spring ride. We have our fall ride in October, which is beautiful with the, the leaves changing here. Um, lots and lots of different foliage, and it's very, very pretty. And you don't have, you know, you don't have the bugs like you do in the summer. So, um and we'll ride on the Ozark Trail. If anyone's heard of the Ozark Trail, it kind of starts in St. Louis, and it's, it's you know the the plan is to go up to Ar- to Arkansas. But there's only one section right now where the Peck Ranch is um, that is not accessible by the Ozark Trail. But so there's a lot, and we've been able to put a lot of trails in um, off of our own property, leading into the forest. We have an outfitter's permit. Um, so there's probably, you know, with including the Ozark Trail, there's probably about 100 and, you know, 125, 130 miles of uh, trail riding down here. And we get a wow. lot of hikers. Wow. Yeah, we get a lot of hikers from all over um, that come here and, and hike, too. And we have a, a, you know, we'll do a shuttle service, too, for people that, you know, want to see their, you know, haul their car or, you know, haul them out, and then they come back to the lodge. So, yeah, it's nice. It's very nice. Well, you've got a beautiful facility there, and I know a lot of folks come in uh, and spend their time at Brushy Creek. And uh, and I've heard I've heard that restaurant is pretty doggone good. It is good. We have we have some awesome you know we have some awesome cooks here, and and it's all you know it's kind of family style. Uh, we don't have the the full restaurant, but the food that we do have, um, everybody just loves and. And we usually will do the barbecues um, for, you know, our big events and stuff like that. 
So how did the cattle sorting get started? Get started. Oh, oh, I don't know. You know, we used to do team penning when team penning was getting bigger, you know. But we started, uh, we used to just do it here for fun, and it, it's it's kind of funny because not everybody wants to trail ride eight hours a day. And when we right. first started doing trail rides, we would do it eight hours a day, and, and it just got to be too long. So then we started having a, you know, a, a shorter ride, a, a medium ride, and a long ride. But, you know, it started out with, I always took the long and a little bit faster ride, and um, it started out at the last time that we did that, I only had three people that went with me. So we realized wow. that people, yeah, didn't want to ride as long, and, you know, we we loved it. We used to have cattle, so we would do the you know, we would round them up, and so we spent a lot of fun. So about 10 years ago, maybe 11, we started doing cattle sorting um, on our event we- weekends. And then now, we're, like last fall, we did them almost every, every during the week. We have a lot of people that come for weeks at a time. And it just gives them something to do. And then, and there's so many people when we first started it, it was like, oh, my gosh, my horse won't do that. Or, oh, my, I can't do that. So they just sit there and, and watch. And then now it's like... They can't wait to do it. And even <laughs> new, even new people, you know, they'll put their horse kind of, you know, by the rails to just watch and and see. But you know, it's really amazing. Um, we get a lot of gated horse people down here, and they're just like, oh, my horse has just never done that. And and uh, once they do it, they just have a blast because you know, it's you and your horse working together. You work with you know another, uh, you know, a partner you know, to, to sort those cows. And it's just, it's something else to do with your, you know, your trail riding horse besides, you know, just going on the trail all the time. Um, we also have an obstacle course here um, that a lot of people like to just play in. And then we do, you know, we'll do little, uh, you know, uh, competition things down there also with a challenge course, you know, where we have judges and, you know, and then at the end of the weekend or the end, like on Saturday night, it's a barbecue and the dance. And we just, you know, we give awards, you know, for the top three teams of team penning for the weekend and, you know, the top four hands on the poker run. Because the poker run's a two-and-a-half-hour trail ride. You know, okay. obstacles, obstacles along the way. Um, and people love it. And we learned over the years, you know, you can't go at one time, so we'll split them up. We go about 20 at a time. So that you you know you're not waiting for 100 people to go through it you know, um, right right. And uh, everybody everybody loves the poker run. I mean they may not go on the uh, all you know the half a day trail ride or not, but boy they all they're all involved in the poker run. And the same thing with the cattle sorting. Um, it just it's like the more you can do with your horse, you know, um, you know get them do do other things besides just just the trail and they realize that their horse can do it they just they just love it that much more we um we have people last year that we had several groups a group from pennsylvania a group from indiana um that have never cattle sorted before a group from wisconsin and they all um you know by the end of the day they were all involved doing it and it's just it's just neat to see that the people get so excited. We we love to put some um, smiles on people's faces, um, and when they can, you know, when they do that, whether it's the challenge course or, you know, the cattle sorting or whatever, they just they love it. They're just so proud of themselves, and we're proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a whole lot to do besides just trail ride when they come to your place. So. Uh, yeah. 
lot, a lot of different activities that people can get involved in with their horses. And I think it's good to be able to do different things with their horses, you know? I do, too. I think it doesn't. It's just like a you know a show horse that all you do is ever have it in the arena. You know they get they get a little bit sour, they get right. bored. Um, you know, uh, same thing I think sometimes with trail riding. You know, if if you can put their mind on on something else, it just makes a better horse in the long run. Uh, the more that you can do with them, the I think the happier they are. And and usually us riders are the same. You know, we like to have a challenge. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to take a quick break and uh, listen to a song from our friend, Miss Trinity Seeley. This is one called Get Back On Again and Ride. I think that's kind of appropriate for the show. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with Miss Joanne Becker.
Back On Again and Ride is the song, and that is from her CD, Camp to Camp. Well, we're talking with Joanne Becker today with with uh, uh, Brushy Creek Lodge and Resort, but Joanne, I have had so many people that have commented on the fact that they bought their trail horse from you. And they all came from Valley Springs Foxtrotting. Tell us a little bit about your operation there. Okay. Well, we weigh, uh, we have um, we raise Missouri Foxtrotters, and we've been doing this since 1985. Um, we still have we stand five studs right now, and, and we still have about 35, 38 broodmares. We've been wow. doing this since 1985, and we've sold many, many wonderful, wonderful horses. Um, we spend a lot of time with them. When from the time that you know, over the years, you you learn what to breed, what to to make the best trail horse possible. And it's all about the mind, um, you know, the good disposition and the gait. Um, and we, so when we breed them, that's always our first and foremost importance when we breed um, a certain stallion to um, a, a mare. And almost all the mares that we have now are ones that we've raised. Um, because we like we have sometimes four generations back of the bloodlines that we have, and I think that we're we have some awesome people that work here. We work with the with the babies on a, on a daily basis. Uh, when we bring them in for we bring them in as yearlings and, and work about thirty days, just getting them used to the barn and getting used to uh, you know um, a routine of the barn during the week, and then we kick them out. And we let them be horses until they're about two and a half, and then we bring them and we start them. We spend a lot of time with them once we start a horse um, under saddle. We ride them five days a week, and they wow. and there's a different yeah there's a different trail. Um, there's probably seven different trails from just leaving the barn to be able to go on. So you're going to run into you're going to you're going to run you know you cross the creek, you cross bridges. Uh, we see all that they see all the activity down at the at Brushy Creek, um, you know, we, we have a trail along the highway, so they get used to traffic. Uh, we have a lot of equipment, so they get used to all of the equipment. And so we, these horses are very, um, very used to sit around pen work with them before we ever put a saddle on them so that, um, you know, they trust you. Um, it's And, and uh, they have the confidence in you. And then when we start taking them out, um, trail ride we always take them we always take at least two to three at the same time and then you know once they get the conference we start splitting off so all of our horses are used to going out by themselves um, right. being confident of, of the rider rather than just the horse in front of them um, when people come here and stay they can you know they've stayed up to a week sometimes um, when someone comes and wants to try out a horse we try to pick uh, the best horse for the type of rider um, that would work for them. It's, to us, it's not about the color or about that. It's about getting that good match um, for that particular rider and that, that riding a lev- uh, level. Um, right. And, and, right. And so we're really, I think we're very, very good at trying to, to match the right horse with the right rider. And then we spend time with them. We teach them how to ride that horse. We, we take them on the trail. When people come here to look at horses, uh, we always take them out on the trail. Uh, they can go through the challenge course. Um, you know, we want that 
we just want to make sure that that person is very happy with what they get. And we want it to be a connection. Sometimes they may leave them here for more training. Um, These last couple of years, we've sold a lot of our young stock, and then they bring them back for us to train. And they'll put, I mean, we've had some horses. We sold one to a great friend of ours. Um, She bought one a couple of years ago in Alaska. They bought another one. Now they bought another one at our last fall trail ride. It'll be here till you know, May or June. Uh, we had um, a really nice couple that we met that are in Colorado. Um, they didn't want theirs. They picked it out. They didn't want theirs until um, May also. So, you know, we may put 90 days on them, and then we might kick them out for um, a month. It's whatever the people want um, that are getting these courses, and then we'll bring it back in for training. Um, and, if, and, and I send videos along the way, like every two weeks, every three weeks, I'll send them a video. Yeah, so that they yeah, can so see, they can see the progress. Yeah. Right, and so they can see the progress. And then and then if, if, we, if uh, they buy a young one and we feel like it's not going to be a good fit for them, uh, then we let them know, and um, we let them know because we don't want them to get a horse that wouldn't be a good fit for them. Um, so they can either, you know, they usually will put that towards another horse that we've had trained around the same length of time, and that's kind of how, kind of how we've done it. We're very, very honest. I feel very blessed with the crew that works here um, because we're, everybody's on the same page. Um, if a, if horse has uh, any type of issues at all, we're very honest about it and upfront. You know, we don't want anybody to get hurt. It seems like the more and more um, clientele that we have, you know, looking for a horse or people getting ready to retire, people have retired. Uh, The horse they got from us 22 years ago, 25 years ago is, you know, they want to replace it. So we get a lot, a lot of return return people, and, and they all become friends. Seems like once we... Once we sell a horse to somebody, they're, you know, they they're always our friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the way it should be, and it speaks highly of your operation when when you have repeat, when you have customers, repeat customers like that. Like so that says a yeah. whole lot about what you do and the quality of the horses that you have. So, yes, that's, we, that's just pretty cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, it is. Uh, it's about time for us to wrap things up. I, I know that uh, we're having a little technical problems, so we're going to have to ask you to come back again. But why don't you tell us tell us how we can find you? How can our listeners find you? Well, um, for the for the uh, Fox Trotters, our website is um, Missouri. Foxtrotter.com, um, and uh, or our phone number is five seven three two six nine four seven four three. And for um, Brushy Creek um, Lodge and Resort, it's BrushyCreekLodge.com. BrushyCreekLodge.com, and com. and uh-huh. you have a beautiful beautiful place up there. And thank you. You can go to the website and see the photographs. Do you have a Facebook page for either of these? Uh, yes, we do. It's um, well, we have a. It's it'll be Brushy Creek Lodge. Okay. Okay. Um, and then it'd be Valley Springs Fox Trotters. 
Okay. So you can go to the website, and you can also go to Facebook. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And you were going to say something else. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I was going to say we'd love to we would love to hear from you, and we would sure love for you to come and see our horses. <laughs> well, these are fine, fine folks, and uh, and I can testify to the fact that you'll get a quality product when you go out and visit Valley Springs Fox Trotters, and you'll have a ball at Brush Creek Lodge and Resort. And uh, I haven't made it out there yet. But I need to do that to try my hand at cattle sport. Yes, you do. You sure do, Gary. We have, you know, in the in the thing of every year, it's almost like a family reunion because everybody comes back, and we just we've just gotten bigger. I think last year we had to buy like I don't know enough for thirty more horses uh, just to have them here. We always we always try to make room for everybody. So it's it's just like a family reunion. It's wonderful. Oh, that is great. That is great. Well, Joanne, you've been great. I appreciate you joining us today. Well, thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. And, Bobby, nice meeting you. Thank you so much. <laughs> great to have you with us. Glad to have you back. Okay, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. We're going to take a listen to The Luckiest Cowgirl by Mary Kay, and we'll be back in a moment with Miss Bobby Bell on Saddle of America. Get me down. I just put on my pants, bulletproof dress, hold my head up, walk right into town. I'll even stop and swap some howdy with every living soul that I meet. Cause I'm feeling so rich, it's my fondest wish that everyone can live a life so sweet. Cause I'm the luckiest cowgirl in the world. I'm giving life to why would I wade through a life of care? If I were any lighter, I'd be walking on air. I'm the luckiest cowgirl in the world. I've got the sunshine in the morning and moonlight at night. I've got my boots, I've got my bling, I've got my man, I've got everything. I'm the luckiest cowgirl in the world. clouds gather. I know just how to handle glitches. I just gather up some stars, seal them up and make them dark. My rainy day supplies of all I'm I'd even have the nerve to be thankful for everything in life that goes wrong. Cause every single lesson is really a blessing. What holds me down won't hold me down for long. Cause I'm the luckiest cowboy I'm giving life a spin, I'm giving it a whirl. Why would I wade through a life of care? If I were any lighter, I'd be walking on air. I'm the luckiest cowgirl in the world, that's right. Got the sunshine in the morning and moonlight at night. I've got my boots, I've got my bling, I've got my man, I got everything. I'm the luckiest cowgirl in the world.
before the run for it. Um, he he looks every day at several places, and um, we've ordered some online, but the earliest that it'll ship is like April 3rd. I should go back and double-check that. Um <laughs> So, you know, we're we're monitoring our liquid intake and such. Um, maybe we'll lose some weight through all this. <laughs> I saw the funniest cartoon. out there, yeah, let me know. Yeah, and send, we'll, send you it know. your way. Send it your way. I saw the funniest cartoon on Facebook the other day, and uh, there was a roll of toilet paper hanging on the toilet paper roller thing, and, and – uh, so one sheet was uh, was uh, uh, Mondays, and the next sheet was Tuesdays. So it was like they were down to <laughs> one sheet a day, you know. So, <laughs> oh gosh, I, yeah, I, I was teasing. I said, "Well, I think I'll just uh, let people call into the show today, and we'll we'll just give away a free roll of toilet paper." But uh, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to clog up the phone lines with people calling in, so we didn't do that. But, uh, well, anyway, it, it is a serious, it is a serious situation, absolutely. But at the same time, somehow, to help us through, we we do have to find moments of joy and, you know, moments of um, laughter. Uh, Jim and I do take a walk every day, and I have to say that um, just you know, getting out and looking looking up, and the things that are beginning to bloom, and the dogs barking, and the you know. Um, there are certain things that are canceled, and there are some things that you can still do and find joy in them. Uh, That's right. Whatever those things are, you know, that you enjoy doing, just be grateful yeah. having a grateful heart. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will get through this, and uh, people just need to, to pay attention to the warnings. And, and uh, uh, if you're sick, self quarantine and and uh and if you're like me you'll self isolate i'm i'm just kind of isolated anyway out here in the country but uh we will all get through this and you know a couple of days ago our good friend dave stamey posted a song that he had written about the coronavirus on youtube and uh and i think i checked this morning and that had had already 28,000 views on uh, on YouTube uh, but it is uh, it's another way for folks to just kind of lighten the mood we we do not uh, make light of the coronavirus and the people that have been affected by that and uh, but it's a fun song and, uh, and again <laughs> yeah what do you think when you saw that Oh, I I laughed. Uh, I chuckled. I laughed again. I found some of the lyric to just just be uh, so fabulous. And I just um, put the link on on my Facebook page as we're finishing up the show to it on YouTube, and it now has twenty nine thousand one hundred and seventy four views, uh, and that's through March sixteenth only. So yeah, um, Dave Dave just has a really wonderful droll um, sense of humor. He has he's actually recorded more humorous songs than than one might think. They're not necessarily the things that I think we think of right away. And um but he actually has a great sense of humor and um and I thank him for this because I think we do need to find those things that will lift our spirits at this time. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we thought it was so good that we'd share it with our audience. So we're going to close the show out today with the Corona Blues by our friend Mr. Dave Stamey. We're going to invite you to join us next Thursday for the Campfire Cafe starting at noon and then followed by Saddle Up America immediately after that. You can go back and listen to all of our archive shows and uh, listen to the live shows at equestrianlegacy.net. But right now, let's wrap things up today with a fun song that Mr. Dave Stamey did. This is the Corona Blues. Thanks for listening. You better run. You better hide. It's coming to get you, boy. Man, it's right outside. It ain't a cold. It ain't the flu. It's the boogeyman, the Corona Blues. Can't go to work, cause you might get ill. You can go to Walmart, though, walk up to the till. With more toilet paper than you'll ever use. It's how you play the Corona Blues. Like Chicken Little, peering at the sky. That sky is falling, we're all gonna die. Dark clouds rolling from the cable news. A symptom of the corona blues. You gotta be frightened, you gotta be scared. If you ain't scared, boy, then you must not care. Add to the panic. your face, nobody alive within six feet of space, washing my hands like Howard Hughes, symptoms of the corona blues, until the next big thing comes along, we'll all be singing this stupid song. It ain't the flu, it's the boogeyman.